0: Welcome back to Travel Chat with Jess. Oh my gosh, it's been about two weeks since I did a podcast. Um, Last week I was on holiday in Croatia and I kind of just needed a break and to not have to do like loads of content. So I did. That was pretty nice. But I think we should just jump right into this week's topic and that is, is it safe to travel abroad right now? I know that it seems like there are a lot of bad things happening around the world, and maybe you feel like you shouldn't travel abroad, but we're going to talk about that. Um, I know that a lot of my Love in London community members are just getting more and more nervous about traveling abroad. Oftentimes, a lot of you, it's for the first time, and each day that you open up the newspaper or turn on the TV to watch the news, you probably see some new report of things going on here in London or in Paris or in Germany, etc. So I want to talk about this today because I think I can hopefully provide just a little bit of comfort, and if I can to a couple of people, then I will be happy. I personally don't feel nervous about being out and about in London or traveling most places around the world probably right now, but I can definitely appreciate that that's because I have traveled a lot, and for people who haven't, then it's probably not going to feel that way so if you are feeling nervous about traveling i want to explain to you why you're feeling that nervousness as i think i can kind of help you break it down a bit and maybe help to quell that a bit so first off especially if this is your first time going abroad then wherever you're traveling to is going to feel very very foreign to you right now it probably feels thousands and thousands of miles away and even though you've probably seen like hundreds of photos and videos of the place you still haven't actually seen it for yourself and you've not been in the place yourself. So it's already a very unknown place to you and then if you add into it these stories of things that are happening like even as small as pickpocketing but up to as big as attempted attacks and things like that, then holy crap, it sounds like it's like so far out of your comfort zone that maybe you just feel like there's literally no way that you can make it here and feel comfortable and actually enjoy yourself. But I want you to remember that once you get to wherever you're going, that feeling is going to mostly completely disappear. You'll see locals around the city getting on with their workday, doing their commute, having fun. You'll see other foreign visitors having a great time as well. And you'll really settle in well wherever you're going. You'll almost like look back and feel almost silly that you even considered possibly canceling your trip. Another thing to remember is that the media really hypes up all this stuff, especially right now. Now, I'm not discounting people getting hurt or dying, obviously these are really tragic things. However, things like attempted terrorist attacks get eyeballs on TVs and clicks on news articles. And honestly, the media does what it can to scare you so that they can just make advertising revenue even if it's not exactly the reality. So here's an example. Let's talk about the attempted bombing at the Parsons Green tube station here in London. For at least 24 hours after the attempted attack happened, every news channel in the UK and many around the world covered the whatever happened almost constantly. They brushed through every detail of what happened, the entire timeline of the train and blah, 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 what they knew at the point. They showed all these scary-looking photos and videos. They did um, update reports in front of the Parsons Green tube station sign with, like, all the cop cars around with their lights still flashing. Now, if you sit in front of your TV and you watch that even for, say, an hour, it's bloody terrifying, I will admit it, which is why I don't watch it And. Yeah, that's why I try not to watch that stuff and I don't actually read up on it too much either. That kind of reporting makes it seem like all of London had completely come to a standstill. Everyone was hiding in their office or in their flat because they're on lockdown and they're too afraid to come outside because they think that maybe something's going to happen to them. But actually the reality was that even just a few blocks away from the Parsons Green Station, people had very quickly resumed their normal lives. People were going and having, it was a Friday, so people were going and having a nice lunch um, at the pub, and people were going to the pub after work and having a few drinks. They were literally getting on with their lives. In the evening, people were getting on other tube lines to go meet their friends for a night out in the city. Nobody was walking around with their heads down, looking somber, acting scared, thinking that they were going to be the next target. And it's been the same case for... Cities like Paris, Brussels, Manchester, things like that, you know, obviously this Parsons Green thing wasn't quite as um, big a scale as some of the other attacks, but it's the same way in other cities as well. People move on with their lives and um, don't plan to let any of this stop them. So my thing is that the media really, really hypes this stuff up and it's probably best if you actually just don't watch it and that's what I do. And the takeaway from this is that when people ask me, is London on edge right now, are people scared, are they somber, then the the answer is absolutely not. A final point on this too, is that after things like this happen in any city, the police presence is so high for weeks on end. And it also helps to make people Stay alert, which is a really good thing. I think especially after this Parsons Green incident that Londoners and visitors are now even better at seeing a bag or a parcel or something on the ground. And if, it, if no one claims it as theirs, they're going to report it right away, which is a good thing. That's exactly what we want everybody to do. Okay, moving away from the terrorism stuff a bit, let's talk about things like pickpocketing and getting robbed because I know we think about that when it comes to safety as well when we're traveling abroad. I personally sometimes think people should just not talk to their friends about traveling. I know it sounds weird, but I think that people who don't travel try to psych out people who do plan to travel. I think we all have that friend. I mean... We have like those friends who when you say, oh, we've just booked our flights to London that will be like, oh, London, a friend of a friend of a friend went there and someone grabs their luggage while they were just walking down the street and took it. It's pretty unsafe there. You better be careful. Yeah, that's really helpful coming from the guy who's never foot stepped foot out of the state that he lives in or traveled abroad. The fact is that when you hear stories like that, don't let it freak you out. Especially because you don't know the whole story, right? Maybe that friend of a friend of a friend just left their luggage in the middle of the pavement and turned around, not paying attention to it, leaving it as an easy target. Maybe somebody accidentally thought it was theirs and it was just an honest mistake. Or maybe this person was very clearly labeling themselves as a rich, loud American tourist with lots of money and someone that was in a really desperate situation just saw their chance and took it. My point is don't let these stories put you off. You should 100% be careful with your things and of course with yourself, I'm not saying not to be like that, but don't let these silly one-off stories make you afraid to travel somewhere. Okay, so let's talk about how to actually accurately determine if somewhere that you want to travel is safe to travel to. A really great place to start to figure that out is whatever your country's equivalent of the FCO or the State Department is. So most countries have a government organization that lets citizens know whether or not it's safe to travel somewhere. So the State Department is the US's version of it, the um, FCO is the one in the UK, but your own country will have its own. Most places in the world are safe, generally speaking, but there are, of course, things that pop up like riot protests, government uprisings, uh, even really bad weather. That means that it's not a good idea to travel to a certain country at that time. The websites of your country's equivalent to the State Department are also usually very helpful in telling you about certain rules and etiquette that you need to abide by when you go to that country. For example, if you look on the State Department's page about traveling to the UAE, which is where um, Dubai and Abu Dhabi are, it says that unlike in the US and the UK, where it's completely legal to take photos of like, I guess it's kind of legal to take photos of military facilities and military personnel and police officers, it's actually illegal to do that in the UAE, um, including like the U.S. consulate or the U.S. embassy, and also sensitive civilian sites. So stuff like that's really important to know, um, and all of that can be found on your, um, your government's equivalent of the State Department. Those government bodies are actually probably the most accurate people to tell you whether or not it's going to be safe to travel somewhere as opposed to listening to the news or asking anybody I guess that lives there or people who have traveled there more recently so use that as your your go-to source for whether or not you should go somewhere. Also a good point to bring up is that certain types of travel insurance will give you your money back if you can't go somewhere because your government has told citizens that they can't go because something is going on, whether that's weather related or um, something political. So that's another important reason to get yourself travel insurance. As soon as you book a trip, make sure you have it before any of this stuff is announced because if you buy it after it's announced, it's not going to work and you won't be able to submit a claim. Travel insurance is also going to be really helpful if you end up getting robbed, if you lose your passport, if you have even like major delays on your flights, or if you need any medical assistance while you're traveling, so you should always be traveling with travel insurance on. Okay, to summarize everything we've just talked about, is it safe to travel abroad right now? For the most part, yes. Don't let the media or one-off scary stories from friends put you off. Do your research before you go. Check with the FCO or the home office or your country's equivalent to see what you need to be wary of before you travel. Make sure you also get travel insurance. And finally, just always be vigilant when you're abroad about yourself and your stuff. But besides that, relax and enjoy yourself. If you're listening to Travel Chat with Jess on Anchor, you can always do a call in if you have a question or you have some input on this topic, as this is a chat show, not a Just Talks for 30 minutes straight show, I'd love to hear from you, so make sure you press that call-in button and I'll be sure to feature you and give my two cents on your question or your input on the topic. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, hello and thank you for tuning in. Please make sure you rate this podcast. I hope you give it a five, but really just give it whatever you want. We just need the ratings, so please and thank you. Oh, and you can find more travel tips, especially for London, that is my specialty, on my website loveandlondon.com. I will see you there and then chat to you again next week.